This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. <laughs> Bro, David, the pacing was so in, the, in the parking lot was. The, no, I had I asked was him, so... dude. I saw, I saw David walking around. Like it's us, like working out. You would come over and be like, "All right, hey, remember footwork, distance management, blah blah blah." And I look back, and David is just looking at like the, the uh, a, a lamp post, just like walking. He walks up to it, looks at it, he's like, "Up, oh. yeah." He, he, he has to rub it three times, and then he I told you, it. I get fucking nervous. I'm like, "Hey, just don't throw up." I I'm thought, like, I thought I was bad, but you're on a different level. <laughs> Your boy was dry heaving a little bit. That's my signature move. But when I, when I cornered, I just go, yeah, like yeah. a little bit. And then afterwards, I saw David and I was like, I'm not that bad. And I stopped. So David actually calmed when me down. When I was down. watching you guys, like when you guys would connect the hit, I'm just like, I'm not trying to. In five, four, three, two, one. There you go. <laughs> yeah. My back pussy very tight. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We have the reigning champion, Patrick the Train. He hits like a fucking Mack truck, but kisses you like a hooker. So he doesn't kiss you at all. At all. No eye contact, straight into the pussy. That's a great rep. Wow, you have. dude. I like that. Dude, when Bruce Buffer dies, you already know who's stepping in, dude. dude you got <laughs> it, bro. You're on it. I like, like that's not like, even my nickname. It sounds sound like the old timey boxers, too. <laughs> I yeah, I like yeah that. you see? He has the mic that drops down. Yeah. <laughs> you only fight with your wrists like this. <laughs> yeah, put them up. Put them up. Man, you see? How does it feel to be a fucking winner? Huh? <laughs> because the last podcast, I was talking to the loser. <laughs> Chris, I'm fucking Chris, I'm fucking you, rocking his ass, dude. I was like, oh, fuck. Come on, man. Leave him alone. I actually um, don't think Pat won that fight, but continue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my own cornerman things I lost. Yeah, I was like, um, you're terrible. Bro, if, I, I feel good. I feel really good. I, I'm just happy that it's it's done. You know, I, I had a good time, honestly, in there. It was fucking crazy. I, I've been, like, laughing about it afterwards, just think, being like, I'll have flash, <laughs> like, I'll be cooking eggs, and I'll have a flashback of just fucking me and Chris punching each other, and you're like, whoa, dude. That's, that's not a flashback. That. That's like PTSD. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it is. I don't know. But I'll start laughing like, bro, that was so crazy. Can't believe I did that. But it was fucking fun, bro. And I feel good. It was funny because like off the podcast, I was like talking to Chris and I was telling him like, hey, man, you kind of came in a little chubby, huh? He's like, yeah, I was a little out of shape. (laughs) Yeah, we were supposed to fight at 150. Yeah. And then uh, the week before he texted Jose saying like, hey, uh, I'm going to tell Pat I'm coming in at 155, 160. And then he weighed in, I think, at 159. Yeah. So, uh, what did yeah, you weigh in? I, at? I I didn't weigh in officially, but I weighed like one fifty one. How come you didn't go to the weigh in? What's up uh, with that? Bro? I was working. Oh, okay. Yeah. They already was working. What's up? Sure. You know what's funny is that like I told Chris too because uh, I didn't post it or whatever because I had like fucking the whole thing with my daughter and like, yeah. I didn't want to seem like a, a lunatic that was having a boxing match during the quarantine, <laughs> but yeah, uh, like I was, but um, fucking. Uh, 
I was like, I told him, I was like, hey man, sorry I didn't make the weigh-ins. I was working. He's like, man, I thought you were playing mind games with me. <laughs> like he thought I was like this <laughs> elaborate because I would like his post. And he was motherfuckers liking my post. <laughs> he's not promoting or showing up. That'd just be the nicest guy ever. Super mastermind. <laughs> like, he's I always just like, fucking with my mind, huh? <laughs> like, bro, I'm Dude. clearing tables. I'm like, do you want some more water? Like, <laughs> I fucking like this guy's so smart, bro. This guy's the master of He's the new Conor McGregor, funny, this guy. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm just I'm playing 40 chess, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm just ahead of the game. <laughs> Pat was during the the whole fight just talking the whole time hey man that was a really good shot fuck this guy. i was super that. supportive dude i was very i was like hey, you know i like to i'm supportive of the technique of the art yeah. you know i like chris we had it during the training like, man, while we nice. were training i had to tell him pat stop up stop thanking everybody for punching in the face <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you gotta stop saying oh man that was a yeah. nice shot he was like, like oh, thanks he would, he, would, he would get soggy like inshallah <laughs> <laughs> alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Dude, that was a couple, there was a couple times we like we hugged and like it was this weird interaction where the ref didn't step in yet but like we were kind of not working uh -huh. and i just like i leaned over and i was like break the ref is not doing anything at all hey. dog that boxing show is entertaining and fucking a shit show at the same time oh, that yeah. show was nuts bro there was a few things that if you guys i mean they recorded the whole thing right so they're gonna put it yeah up. they're gonna post like a i don't know what how they're gonna do it but a whole video about you it. guys are gonna witness one guy there's the funny thing is is like there's a villain and um there's a bully and a regular person together yeah. right but the funny thing is i was angry at them both equally yeah <laughs> you know mm -hmm. so there was this one white dude who's a he, he's a comic per se i guess terrible by the way uh just <laughs> on, on all on all fronts like yeah, yeah. as objectively speaking like I have nothing against this guy, except the fact that he's an well, ass. Well, he was being a fucking douchebag. And if you have something to say, you could fight David So. Boom! <laughs> I gotta drop like forty pounds. Nah, dude. Either way, he don't want the smoke. But continue. Yes, I will fucking knock you out. But this guy, you should have seen what he was doing. He was being a total fucking disrespectful douchebag to this guy that he was fighting, who's the and nicest guy ever. He's the nicest guy ever. He was like talking all types of shit, which is fine, whatever. But the things he was doing in the fucking ring was just unacceptable. I was actually, me and Alex were actually hoping to see him afterwards because we wanted to say something to him. He, he ran he was, away. Yeah, the shit he was doing and the shit he was saying was just not fucking cool socked at all. Him, yeah. Socked him upside his head. He he turned, he, he uh, I guess the guy that he was fighting, this Asian dude, his back got turned towards him. He still punched him in the back of the head. And then, like, humped him from behind or some bullshit. Like, he's fucking Adrian Broner or something like that. Yeah, it's like, like no, no, no. Relax, yeah, like, you don't punch someone from the back of the head. You don't You do not do that shit. I don't the care. Worst, I don't care. What I mean, the, the worst fuck. part is this is a comic versus comic thing. Like, 90% yeah. like of the people never box a day in their life. Right. And both these two clearly haven't. And so, at this point, like, the Asian dude is done. Right, he's tired. He's exhausted. He's sitting on the ropes, and he comes up to him and throws two fucking hooks to his head while he's out already. And I'm like, dog, what the fuck is this guy yeah. doing? Yeah. Everybody starts booing this dude, yeah. calling him a fucking asshole and a bitch. After the bell, he hit him. After the bell, he, yep. he just did numerous things where right. it was just unforgivable. You don't do that type of shit, no matter if it's for fun or if you really you don't like the fucking guy. Someone could get hurt. You don't do that shit. Yeah. You don't. There was a there was a backstory because I don't know because they had legit beef. I didn't know that they like used to be friends or something like that. That accountant had beef with the white guy. That guy looks like he does <laughs> my taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't I don't know what happened. Like they I they used to be homies, and then he said he accused the Asian dude of stealing his jokes or something like that. What, what jokes? That was... He's the worst comic on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because he did was... the, the white guy was doing a bunch of like Ching Chong jokes, and then the Jason Jason Chenny was the one that stole his jokes. So that's yeah. What happened. So. 
Oh my god! Like I literally looked at his page. I was like, "You're the worst comic I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> like fucking quit. Don't even wake up in the morning, dude. Just sit there and contemplate about your life and the why you look like a dumbass. Yeah, and fight him for it. I will murder him. If you got something to say, fight him. No, I don't. He's really, gonna keep I, doing events, dude. That, that dude Jose's gonna keep putting on the the. And real what happened line. to Jose's face? He was sparring Dog, like the, the week f- before <laughs> and got cracked hard as fuck. In but the how nose. did he get cracked in both his eyes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, thought, I was like, did he break his nose? Because when you break your nose, you just automatically get two black eyes. But he might have. He, he might have broke his nose. I don't he, know. Yeah, because it was very even. And I just was like, what the fuck happened? I was like, is dude? that your friend up there? I'm yeah. like, what happened to him? He's crazy as shit, dude. I love that dude. But he's yeah, hilarious. he's a fucking. He was literally like he had a fight and he would go to the gym and basically have fights every day. Like in preparation. Why? He, he's down he's to, fucking he's, nuts. He's down to scrap that guy. He's crazy. He's a good guy, but he's fucking out of his mind. Oh I love the guy. In the but he's literally possible. insane. I wish he would have fought then. He would have fucking put he on was, a show. He was trying to fight. Everyone kept backing out. Because <laughs> he's nuts. They kept yeah. saying, they kept saying like, they looked at his Instagram and would be like, oh, no. dude, you're way too into this. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus, bro. Like, why are you sharpening your teeth? <laughs> I was like, like oh, just fuck? case. You never know. Bro, he would, he would post videos. Have you ever seen the movie Cape Fear with Robert De Niro where he's like a psycho <laughs> yeah, serial yeah, yeah. killer? Bro, this dude, like, literally he had the black eyes and it's literally, like, this close to his face. Like, you can't even see, like, all of his head and chin. It's just, and he's, like, doing pull-ups with a, with a blunt in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and he has two black eyes. <laughs> When he's like, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. smoking. I'm like, bro, you I saw that video. like a literal psychopath. That's fucking dude. funny, dude. Yeah, he's he, nobody his, wanted to fight him. No one wanted to fight him. He's I mean, I, it's, there was a guy lined up, but he said he had like uh, auditions or some shit like that. No, I don't he was know, scared. But, like, fucking yeah. guy's nuts. But he's trying to fight. I mean, he's trying to fight whoever. I mean, he's fucking crazy. Well, he should tone it down a little bit. Like, let somebody feel comfortable in the ring with him first. <laughs> the guy's nuts. Yeah, he's training way too much. Yeah, I mean, but he, in a good way. He looked crazy. He posted a picture too of like, remember that old like Looney Tunes dog with the droopy eyes like that? Yeah, like this. Yeah, stupid, he and he looks po- just side like by him. side. He literally looked exactly That's like that with his fucking funny, black dude. eyes, dude. That that other Asian, I think it was Jason Chenny. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. He looks he, like Jason Chen too a little. He bit. does. He's jacked too. This yeah, he was, yo, I, that's why I was so surprised because this boy was ripped. Yeah, and I was big. like, oh, this guy's gonna knock this guy out. But then we saw him box, and we we're like, oh, he clearly doesn't know too much yeah and if yeah. he just had just a little uh, a couple tools i think he could have won that fight easily yeah because he was only throwing overhands and that's it and, and he yeah, was bobbing yeah. and weaving just like this yeah yeah he was just freaked out i mean that's the thing is like when you're in yeah. there it's it's uh you could tell he was nervous yeah. first of all it's not for everybody no. clearly two and also like you can train all that shit but once it's one of those things like that once you're in there you don't it's know a different story that yeah. feeling is yeah. crazy because like even when we were training like we would spar 15 rounds i felt good yeah uh and then when i was in there after like round one like i at the end of round one i was like fuck like i'm starting to feel this and it's all that adrenaline and just that emotion that that you just can't access unless you're fucking in there actually like Definitely. oh this is for this is live you know yeah it's yeah, like, yeah you yeah. really can't get that unless you just you fucking experience that which is bananas but it was fucking dump. fun bro i mean it of was, course, it was you so- won. that's why that shit fun it was it was fun you looked really good in that in that fight man thanks man everything very well he was able to like listen he was like talking back to us he was like got it mm-hmm you know, and I was like, yeah, wow, I would like, I guy. would like point to you guys. I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm dropping, like, yeah, I'm dropping my hands. Yeah, I'm dropping my hands. Yeah, I'm getting cracked. It's all good. It's I was good. just trying not to throw up. <laughs> bro, dude, David, the pacing was so in, the, st- in the parking lot was. The, no, I, had, I, I was asked so- him, dude. I saw, I saw <laughs> David walking around. Like it's us, like working out. You would come over and be like, all right, hey, remember footwork, distance management, blah blah blah. And I look back, and David is just looking at like the the uh, uh, <laughs> uh, lamp post, just like walking. He walks up to it, looks at it, he's like, oh, yeah. He has to rub it three times, and then he's. I told you, I get fucking 
fucking nervous. I'm like, hey, just don't throw up. I I'm thought like, I thought I was bad, but you're on a different level. Your boy was dry heaving a little bit. That's my signature move. But when I, like, I when I corner, I just go. Yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. bit, and then afterwards, I saw David, and I was like, "I'm not that bad," and I stopped. So David actually calmed when me down. When I was down. watching you guys, like when you guys would connect the hit, I'm just like not trying to scream anything because I'm like, "I'm gonna throw up, dude." <laughs> While he was sitting, because David was in the corner, but he didn't. I've never seen David so silent ever <laughs> until after the fight. He was like. Well, that was a good fight. Yeah. That was the only thing I heard from him. My in stomach the, was hurting. Yeah. Like, it was turning, and I was like, I, I don't Dave, say anything. David throw was up. sitting, like, legs crossed, like, hands right here in his lap, and he just was like... <laughs> Every time I looked over, when we, would get, when we would get into the ring and get out of the ring after, in between rounds, I would see David just like this. Amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> if I said something, I would have yacked. Yeah. Bro, so I would have yacked immediately his into my mask. Were, his it cheeks was so, were full the whole time. so good seeing you, Walker. I, I even asked you. I was like, hey, David, you all right? You're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm nervous. Pat was like, are you fighting, bitch? Like, what the fuck's wrong I with you? you all right, David? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Watch you get some pads real quick. Let's just relax for a second. I'm like, I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> I, cannot. <laughs> I cannot. This is so nerve wracking. It is, dude. It it's, was so, it's so it's so scary sometimes. It was fun, though, bro. And it was fun seeing, like, the other, even though some of the other comics never trained, but, like, even that guy, Roberto, the guy that's Justin Gaethje's his cousin. Yeah, like, I yeah. love that guy. He, he was great. Actually, pretty decent. He was doing pretty good dude what's hilarious about that fight so i don't know if the, it'll probably be in the video but yeah so they're heavyweights they're big as fuck they're like 240 yeah. they're big as fuck and uh the, the the first round the the dude forgot to put the bell on yeah bro oh, yeah. Talk so, about like so a... they're literally fighting and they're 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 over three minutes like and they're yeah, getting tired sure. they're, and then at one point roberto leaned over the ropes he's like it's been longer than three minutes <laughs> You did that? Yeah. <laughs> it's been it was a, three they, minutes. They did a five-minute round. Yeah, for Damn. sure. They were exhausted. It, the funniest thing about that is the two of the fattest people, they gave them a five-minute round. Dude, and so unfair. Those fools were scrapping. Yes. Yeah, they were throwing That was down. probably the... Like probably one of the better fights of the night. Yeah, probably the best fight. Of the There was night. only two good fights. It was your fight and then his, and everybody yeah. else was shit. That was good. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the other ones. Um, there was a the guy that kept dislocating his shoulder. Yeah, that guy Beto. He looked actually really good. Beto didn't look bad, right? He looked pretty yeah. good, man. Yeah, he like, didn't look bad. He had a nice jab, and then the guy kept. I don't know what the fuck was happening to his he shoulder. He just kept dislocating his shoulder. He yeah, kept, it was. It was. But what was up with the spin? Like he was the spin, spin is why was like, was laughing. Yeah. It's like, I've never seen somebody dislocate and then turn into Michael Jackson immediately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Because like, his spins were on point. Yeah, yeah. they were like, we like, Well, that was the problem. The reason his the the spins were the reason why people didn't know if he was hurt or not. Yeah, we're like, is this a bit? Like, is this yeah. a joke? Yeah, yeah. Because what happens when you watch comics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, dude. He, but he was nice. him in. He started he, pop locking, dude. Out yeah. of nowhere. So when he was trying to extend for that for that, it was his jab. It was his jab. And so every time he extended it out all the way, it popped out when it rotated. Yeah, oh, fuck. Yeah. And it happened like 12 times. Yeah. Just, and, and like at number three, everyone was like, we should probably stop this fight. It's a nasty And it was like, no, no, these guys fine. He got some heart though. He stayed he in. Did. He did have he heart. He stayed in. With one punch. Yeah. Yeah. And he was still throwing. He was still throwing. He should have switched, switched that shit to Southpaw, dude. Yeah. He got that fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like fucking little. Yeah, shit. she like that. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, she. yeah, but those fights are pretty fun, man. Yeah, but uh, fuck that white guy, though, man. I yeah, that, that guy was, so he much. was a piece of shit. Well, I, it, was, it was that comment that his fucking girlfriend made. Yeah, his his girlfriend was yelling after the fight was over, like, go back to the factory. And like, I was like, oh, they're just pieces of shit. Dude, bitch, I will fucking tie you to a fucking railroad track and run your fucking bitch ass over. Well, it's just like, you don't, you don't. Like, dude, if I would fucking find somebody to murder your bitch ass. They got to show 
talking. Some, they got to show some more respect. They can't just be going in there and talking. Well, the, shit, I mean, like, you ain't got to go all racial and shit, ho. Like, yeah, like right, fucking right. snap your fucking kneecaps. Your yeah. man just won the fight. It's all good. Like, you don't got to say anything else. Yeah, you, know, right. you don't got to kick the man while he's down. You know. Yeah. And also on top of that, it's, it's a like, comic boxing match. Yeah, yeah. Relax, you know what I mean. Right, right. Relax. And it's like you know, there's plenty of people that could punch you in the fucking head for being an idiot. So, um. He should watch himself. Yeah, you don't, you know, you don't get to do shit like that. That's that's yeah. not cool at all. That is why. Show some fucking respect if you're gonna, if you're gonna do some boxing. Show some fucking respect. You don't go in there just being unsportsmanlike in anything. Like what he Especially did was if you're not for. good either. Yeah, he like, there was nothing for you to show for. You know, yeah, what are you right. showboating for? You suck. It was totally yeah. call for. Yeah, but whatever. People, it is what it is. People don't know that the like that don't train in it. Like don't understand the code. You know. Yeah, like, yeah and that's yeah. the thing. But but see, that's the thing is like everyone else. Nobody else did that shit. Nobody else. Because well, everyone else was literally just ha- there to have a have good time. Fun. Nobody yeah, liked yeah, that guy. Huh? Like, no, everyone did not like. That yeah, guy. I would. I wonder why. Yeah. Yo, who was who was your boy that was just uppercutting this guy to an oblivion? Uh, a black dude. Yeah, that Jamar was neighbors. Yo, she, yeah, bro, that dude. guy, bro. He he I, looked like he actually boxes. Dude, he, he socked him yeah, in his belly bad. button and then hit his spine. That's how hard he was hitting him, dude. <laughs> you saw the punch come out of his you know spinal. Funny, his I, spinal. 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 <laughs> I talked to him afterwards. His name is Jamar Neighbors. He's a super nice guy. Yeah. And like when you talk to him, he's like very like he he's like he's one of those like uh, he's a, a funny ass dude too. I, but he like. You can see like the crazy in his eyes, and yeah. like, but he, in a great way, like yeah. in a good way. But it's like, oh, this guy's like oh, there. He's almost there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like great, perfect for comedy, you know. So like, we're talking and we're like talking after the fight and ex- exchanging like, hey, good job, blah blah blah. And he was super cool. But afterwards, we were talking. He's like, yeah, you know, and he's like very happy. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, I was here to have fun. And then I heard him say something about like, oh, when I get in the ring, I I turn into a monster. I'll hurt anybody. And then he looked at me and he's like, and then I went dark. <laughs> and he's just like oh, this and i was like oh, oh he's like what the fuck yeah anyway so and i was like oh shit dude but he fucked that dude up with 45 hooks in a in, row into the gut well the weird thing about that too because there's a ref but that was the first time shit started going sour because he was holding the back of his neck yeah and that's why it was hurting him so bad in the yeah. gut because he locked his neck in with yeah. the back of his hand and i'm like yo what the fuck is this ref doing in the ring like this yeah. guy's getting hurt he yeah. actually came well, in with like actual boxing trainers too yeah so alex recognized him from the store he recognized his coaches because Alex works at Super Rare, so he knows all, like all everyone in the fight yeah. game in the LA area. So he was like, "Oh, those guys are from I forgot what the name of the gym was," but he mm-hmm. was like, "Oh yeah, those are actual boxing coaches," and he looked he looked good. He looked really good. Yeah, he looked composed. He had his stance down. Yeah, he was like, popping like a nice jab. Yeah, like, he dude. looked pretty good. Had the title boxing. It was the biggest on. mismatch yep. on earth. Yeah, that was a that was a bad mismatch. Yeah, he whooped that dude's ass pretty hard. But, Pretty uh, fast. What was the other fight that I wanted to, to bring up? It was the fight with uh, what you call. Are oh, you talking crazy. about the dude that was bent over like an auntie? Who? Which one? His name was like Prince something. Oh, uh, Michael Robertson. <laughs> he was he like, bent he was, over like an auntie, like, come here. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's smiling. He's like, <laughs> no, that, that match had me dying laughing because both of them were smiling their asses off. Yeah. Like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah, you yeah. Know? They were just having fun. You want, yeah. You want the funny backstory for that? <laughs> so, that dude didn't train at all. At all. Right. And so right before he goes in, he comes up to Chris's daddy. He's like, can you teach me how to throw a punch? <gasps> with a tall dude or the little? The guy, the light-skinned dude that was bent over yeah, 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 with yeah. his ass sticking out. Yeah. And so Chris's dad was in the corner teaching him how to throw the, the jab cross. <gasps> and that's when, I remember that point because Alex 
called me over and Alex is dying laughing. He goes, yo, look at this dude throwing a jab and a cross. And yeah. I didn't know that was the first time he's ever thrown a punch. Yeah. And he actually, yeah. he, did, he did pretty well. He didn't do bad. He, he didn't do bad for the first time boxing ever he, in front of a, like, what a, brave, a good that's, amount of people. That's pretty brave. Both, yeah. both those guys had never boxed before. The, that fight, that those hilarious. guys literally had never boxed. And they were like, hey, like, do you, Jose was like, do you guys want to fight? And they're like, sure. And they're like, all right. That's hey, good for them, bro. Funny. I yeah, like those guys that, are true stand-up comics, you know? Yep. Yeah. But also... While Pat was warming up, there was this one guy giving Patrick some pointers. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This was also very funny. Because Hilarious. this guy was like, this guy was like, hey Pat, like when you're when you're throwing your jab, just your the cross, make sure you're like your foot doesn't come off the floor. Cause when you punch, you gotta just like Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And the way he's punching was obviously doesn't make sense. Yeah. And he was he was trying to give Pat pointers of all people. And then, you know, obviously we all saw this and we all egged him on like, yeah, Pat, you got to stop doing that. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're actually not. show him some more stuff. And, and he was saying like, oh yeah, like when you got to make sure your elbows are tucked while you're before you're in your guard because, <laughs> and he was just doing, and you could tell like this. This podcast is brought to you by Junbi Matcha. Not all matcha is curated and created the same. And Junbi Matcha stands out above the rest. If your matcha isn't a beautiful shade of green and doesn't have an earthy smooth taste, then you are definitely not having Junbi. Matcha is not supposed to be bitter. The caffeine boost and health benefits you get from it are the best. No caffeine jitters and loaded with a bunch of antioxidants. To get 10% off your first order of tins and packets, go to junbeeshop.com and enter code GENIUSBRAIN. Once again, that's 10% off your first order of tins and packets. Go to junbeeshop.com and enter code GENIUSBRAIN. Sky has no business talking to all people, Patrick, <laughs> about how to fucking box. It was fucking funny, not only dude. was he not fighting... He also didn't watch Patrick's fight yeah, at all. He, he, so, all. Like, he has no frame of reference of actually how good. And, and Pat was shadow boxing too. Yeah. And when Patrick shadow boxes, Look, he yeah. looks pretty fucking good. Yeah. Like you could be like, oh, a normal person would be like, oh, this guy has done this before. Yeah. This gentleman had the audacity. <laughs> Hilarious. To come up to Patrick and has for sure, I'd be willing to put money on it. He has zero boxing experience. <laughs> To come up to Patrick and give him pointers of his form and his technique. And then disrespect him by not even watching his fight. <laughs> just the audacity of his Doesn't man. give a fuck. Bro, yeah, when he started talking to me, I was just shadowboxing like... And I know Patrick's annoyed face. And it's it's very it's it's very similar to David. It's very dismissive. And he just won't look you in the eye. And that's what Patrick was doing. And Patrick rarely does that to anybody. You know? yeah, I just I found just it like, hilarious because that dude was like four foot 11. Dude. And I'm like, where? What he looked, you know what tree he, did you come out of? You know what he had? Right? <laughs> he, he looked like a brown Rick Moranis. The guy yeah. from fucking Honey, I Shook the Kids. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what he looked like. And I was like, bro, you're like, he was at Patrick's chest level. Like, yep. that's how short he was. Hey, when you throw your punch, hey, you think, I'm like, look, where did you and come from? Like, yeah, he's 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 yeah. Bro, yeah. I remember he was telling me, and I was just like, Yes. All right, man. I think it's like <laughs> okay. when you're in these sure. like weird situations. When I see this, right? There's uh, no matter what. I think males have a lot of ego because Definitely. the funniest thing that I kept hearing after the fight, because in my opinion, everybody's a comic here. Who there's a win or lose, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, right? who cares? Right? And not like all, you guys were trained to kill anybody. We're just trying to have some fun. Yeah, yeah. But after the fight was over, the people who lost were like, "Yeah, man, my fucking back was super tight. Yeah, knees." I'm like. That Stop. Was, that was not it. Yeah, that, <laughs> right, 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 right. that was not it. You were terrible. Yeah, he's <laughs> like my cardio, man. I'm like, uh, wouldn't have helped you either way. Yeah, he goes, it's my cardio gave out. It's like, no, dude, you are terrible. Like, <laughs> and you it, actually suck. It, it just shows that everybody thinks they could do two things. Everybody thinks they know how to work out, and everybody thinks they know how to fight mm -hmm. across the board. 
Yeah. And you see that all the time. The amount of people that used to come to the gym and be like, yeah, like I used to like have like, I got some fighting experience. And then you see them train. You're like, this guy is lying out of his ass. Yeah. hundred percent. I don't understand how people do that because even with the experience that I have, like, I know I can handle myself. I I, I mean, I know that there's dudes way better than me, but even the fact I know I can handle my business, but mm-hmm. still I'm like, I'm not that quick to jump into a fight. Exactly. I'm, I'm not, very dude. aware yeah, that like there's dudes out there that really know how to fucking fight. Yeah. And like, I don't want to, and I'll, I don't want to be an asshole anyways, but yeah. I'm just saying like just skill level. Like, yeah. and there's guys out there with zero experience that will just start shit. Where it's up. like, literally you will die. <laughs> yeah. dude. Like a guy can just kill you hey, right now. Great example of this. Right. <laughs> so uh, this is years ago. I told Nick about this. Uh, it was when I just started training with him and it was like a week after uh-huh. I was driving by, uh, I X Tapa. X Tapa. X Tapa. X Tapa. What's it called? X Tapa. X Tapa. If you're in Pasadena, X Tapa. If you want to get in fights, right. throw some putasos, bro. If you, you want to post something on Foo's Gone Wild in Pasadena, <laughs> then go to X Tapa 100%. So dude. I used to go to the, uh, the fucking King Taco <laughs> behind there and shit. <laughs> but when, when, when I was driving by, right, I, I was stopped at the light and there's these two dudes going at it. One guy is big. And the other guy is, he's not that small, but he's substantially smaller than the other dude. Little dude is talking mad shit to the fucking big guy. Like I Also, if you don't know how to fight, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Size matters, for real. I don't know what's going on, but the big dude's smiling, right? And you know when somebody smiles in an intense situation, he's going to fuck somebody up. Yeah, right. And he's being very dismissive of the small guy because he knows there's a size discrepancy. Well, little did that little guy know, (laughs) this motherfucker trains. And the only reason why I know that is because the guy comes up and he pushes the bigger dude in the forehead and the guy unloads a low kick on him out of nowhere. And and the guy folded. Like, (laughs) And he just fell to the floor. And I was shocked. I'm like, that's why you don't fuck with people. Yeah, dude, for right? real. You don't know what these people know. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. He low kicked him so fucking hard. And the guy crumbled. And the guy's standing laughing his ass. Yeah. Because he didn't have to do anything. He folded backwards. Folded backwards. No! Just, ah! He melted like a fucking <laughs> one of the witches from the Wizard of Oz. Like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> It was so bad. You know, like when you get hit with a hard leg kick and your legs go stiff for a second. Yeah. <laughs> so he just fell over screaming. And wow. I'm like, dog. If you've never yeah. experienced a low kick, like a legit one, and you take one to your, your quad, oh, you're in trouble. That's bro. actually very nice to that big guy, though. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he let him off the hook. I yeah. mean, he hurt. Like, yeah, it hurts. But of all the things like I could have done to him, yeah. like that was the nicest thing he could have done. Because fam- if that guy would have blasted him in the face, done. knocked him, yeah. he possibly he- could have killed that dude. Exactly. Exactly. Literally could have murdered that guy. It was guy. so fast. Because <laughs> he literally. Literally went nudge and then unloaded the kicks. I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a good guy. Wow, and another that's a good guy. That's a good guy. That's a good guy. Another, yeah, another good, good guy. video that has come out of the old town area was remember the you want to kick foo? Oh yeah, that guy. He actually trains at fight academy sometimes. So he's he's like a professional. I don't know if he's gonna get in trouble. What should you he, want a kick food video? It, it was uh, it was actually in the parking lot. Is that the one where he town. takes the guy down and knocks him out? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. So yeah. that guy he tra- tra- he trains at a city of Tongue. He's like a legit Muay Thai fighter. Oh shit. He's like he's like nine and like one or some shit, like pro. Like he's legit. And th- these these little cholo de fools like picked on the wrong guy. Hey OG, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> the way he throws. <laughs> 
stomps it out and then just gets double-edged and then immediately goes out. Cracks Whoa. his head on the floor. So crazy. Yeah, you can't fuck with people. I mean, it's not nice to fuck with people anyways. Just don't get a fight. Just for your own safety. It's, it's If you don't know what you're doing at all. And that all, dude's not a big guy either, but fuck, man. He's just like <laughs> yeah. unloading on these dudes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that technique matters, bro. I yeah. mean, size matters for sure, but if, if you got a smaller dude that knows what he's doing against a <laughs> bigger guy, he'd do some damage. Fucking yeah, puff of his cigarette. I, know. I was like, you're going to get your ass beat. Yeah. Man, gotta fuck this fool up. I know. <laughs> Knocked out 10 seconds. That fool had the classic stiff ass legs, hands low. I'm like, you are going to get fucked up. And lo and behold, the worst way possible. Double leg cracked his head on the floor, dude. I'm Terrible. Like, Come on, man. Yeah, yeah that's bro. bad. I don't know why people start shit, bro. I really don't get it. Cause like even from sparring, like I remember I've hit dudes like at, at Fight Academy. I sparred like some pros. And I remember hitting dudes and literally their eyes wouldn't close. <laughs> They'd watch it. <laughs> And I hit them like pretty hard, and they're just like, ah! <laughs> it's like there's dudes like that that are just walking around on the sidewalk. You and know? there's also a small population, but I'm sure there's it's a good amount of them of guys that don't know how to fight at all, but naturally are just gifted at fighting at anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right. And if they're like, oh, I've seen what people do in UFC or boxing, and they just try it, they do their best imitation. And they knock fools out. One of my favorite accounts that I find is like this hood fighting account. The Hawaii one? There's the Hawaii people talk. When Hawaii? Hawaiian people yeah. scrap, yo, shout out to people in Hawaii because you motherfuckers don't play, dude. Yeah, right. If you're going to scrap with somebody in Hawaii, you best believe you better get ready to get down. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think I told this story on this podcast before, but the first time I was in Hawaii, I was at a bar. And when I was at this bar, uh, it was first or second time, not important, but either way, there was these two dudes at a bar and I don't know, like pigeon slang or whatever, but the guy... I don't know what happened between them, but all I heard was suddenly like, you want beef, bro? You got beef? And I'm like, oh, what does that mean? And my buddy's like, oh, that means, you know, we have a problem. And so they're beef. about, yeah, but you Come want on, beef. Man. I never heard somebody say it like that before. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Who yells at somebody and was like, oh, you want a some butcher, fucking- bitch. <laughs> yeah, what but- about that? <laughs> Idiot, right, oh, A fucking butcher. Oh, Take a number, fool. Yeah, look at this guy, dude. Thinks he's oh, fucking God. smart, huh? Damn, he just schooled me in front of yeah. everybody. Wow. 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 Damn, bitch. How about that? <laughs> Deal with oh, that. Thank you. And afterwards, he started slicing pork belly right on the spot. And he was like, I don't got beef. I got a pork, bro. But, I got a pork, bro. But they started like arguing and shit. He goes, we're going to go outside. And I'm like, oh, are they going to? That's good pigeon talk. Bro. They're going to fucking fight. And so they literally. <laughs> oh, this guy is like, picking it up. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> and so when I heard that, I tapped my buddy. I was like, does that mean they're going to fight? Yeah. Are they going to go outside? outside? Yeah. yeah, outside. Why not inside? Afuera? So they, they go outside. Afuera. <laughs> Afuera. And so they go outside and they just start scrapping, right? I'm yeah. talking about throwing fucking down. And yeah. I'm scared shitless. You guys were big dudes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guy cracks the guy. I don't remember how exactly, but he knocks the dude down and starts wailing on him. They break it up. He goes, you good? You good? He goes, ah, we're good. We good. End of the fight. They go in. The guy buys him a drink and they squashed it. Wow. I'm like, what the fuck? And so, so when honorable. I, I mean, I don't that know if Hawaii honorable. people can attest to this, but I guess when they squash it, they just squash it like that. And they do it with their like. That's kind of that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. So it's like if you're gonna talk that talk, you better be ready to scrap. And sure. after you scrap, squash it and move on. But they mm-hmm. just kind of squash it after that. Dude, was... ev- everyone that I know that has lived, like Jose lived in Hawaii, all stories like that. He's like, as soon as the slippers come off, he's like, there's some <laughs> shit about to go down, uh-huh. bro. Like it's gonna get wild. But uh, and even the, another guy I worked with who lived in Hawaii, same thing. He's like, everyone just like it's a very like honorable system. Like if you have beef, like you better be able to back it up. You get down, and then it's like respect afterwards. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Hawaiians, like like 
like Tongans and shit. Sure. Big, dude. Huge. You have to hit, the, hit those fools with like a brick. They're literally like the Titan, like the Greek mythology, the Titans. Like that's yeah. those fools. <laughs> like that's those dudes. Like Imagine? if you look, it's like, where's your mom at? You see the clay mountain, bro, behind you. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's the mother. That's a volcano. <laughs> you, you came out of a volcano? Yep. <laughs> that's exactly where that's I came mom, from. Yes. Samoans, Tongans, big. Huge. Huge. Like, like the guy that, remember the video of BJ Penn getting knocked out? Oh, yeah. Like that dude fought. This guy, everybody in Hawaii knows who BJ Penn is. 100%. And this dude still had the balls to be like, I'll still fight you, bro. You know, that's fucking crazy. Those yeah. fools got down hard. And yeah. also BJ Penn like beat the shit out of him afterwards. But he still, he got his shots in. Yeah. yeah. For you to like challenge somebody like BJ Penn to a fucking street fight. Yeah, right. You got to be fucking off your knocker. But, You're you know, fucking nuts. Dude. That's just crazy. Not, they're just about that fucking life. Yeah, they're about that action, boss. action, boss. I kind of like that where if you you have to be kind of held accountable for the shit that you You have said. to, bro. Yeah. You have yeah, to. That, it, there's some good uh. to it, you know, because it, 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 it makes people a lot... Uh, more respectful yeah you know there's some respect there like you can't be going into a restaurant acting like an asshole in hawaii because that dude will literally see you on the island 30 minutes from now and beat the fuck out of you because how many times have you seen people like about to get down and nothing happens happens. it's like no 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 no. you better fucking if if you're gonna start some shit you better be ready to finish it right exactly hold me back hold me back and there's nobody there yeah Yeah. that's my favorite move there's nobody here bro (laughs) go ahead be my guest (laughs) and everyone steps back it's like go ahead you guys want to fight right go ahead Reason to hold me back? <laughs> Come on, please, somebody. I'm crazy. That's well, we have said. to talk about Habib. Oh, Habib! The Habib. Eagles has landed. The greatest. Nurmagomedov. The greatest. If you're not a fight fan, still listen to this shit because this shit is fucking nuts. One man. of the greatest stories of all time. 29 and zero, undefeated fighter retires after he's proven everything that he can. I think he's gonna come back for one fight in the future. I don't think, think so. so. I mean, he promised his mom. And I don't think on so. His, on his religion, on God. I think, on God. I think that yeah. guy is about what he says. Talk I, about a guy who like lives by the samurai code, you know? Mm-hmm. This motherfucker is about that. Dude, we were talking about how gangster he is. And I'm going to put this clip in this so you guys can see it. But during this whole like Conor McGregor beef, yes. Conor McGregor has a training partner named Artem Lobov, right? Um, he has hands, but nothing else. Yeah. And so <laughs> there's this point where on a, in an interview, Artem Lobov t- is talking mad shit about Habib. He calls like, him a pussy. A he chicken. Says, yeah, he says he pulls out of fights. If I see this dude, I'll fucking slap him in public. He was saying all this. Lo and behold, he sees him in public. Habib comes up to him. <laughs> yeah. They're fighting on the same fight card, On bro. the same fight card, So dude. it's like, okay, you better be ready because mm-hmm. you're going to see... when. When you're getting ready for a fight, you see everybody on the fight card. Mm-hmm. Like every you see you interact with everybody all the time. And Habib saw him in the hallway and grabbed him by the back of the neck, just himself. And his manager was there, like, okay, like don't oh, do anything shit. crazy. And he's talking to him in Russian, because they're both Russian. And he's like, I heard you talking shit about my name. He's like, Don't you ever say shit about my name? Ever. Ever. He's like, You said you're gonna slap me, right? You called me a pussy? He's yeah. like, slap me now. Slap me. And just talking, saying all the things that you would say to somebody. After they were talking shit. <laughs> I think it was very fair. UFC uh, security was there like, okay, guys, okay, mm-hmm. all right, he's getting a little too up. serious. But he's yeah. grabbing him and he's and this guy is going back on everything he said. I never called you a pussy. I, I never, never said that. I never said that. Even though he did a recorded interview. <laughs> That's the funniest so part. Crazy, Your shit was recorded and yeah. uploaded all over the internet. Wow. And you're saying all this shit. And Habib is like, I had to go do it. And then people ask him afterwards. So like, what happened with you, Artem Lobov? <laughs> Artem Lobov, and he goes, nothing happened. Ah, nothing happened. They're like, there's a video of you guys of the altercation. He's like, I did not see this video. <laughs> <laughs> I 
there's this really funny clip of, of DC's like, Habib, what happened? DC is like his training partner, like mm-hmm. one of his best friends. And he's interviewing him on TV on UFC Tonight. And he's yeah. like, Habib, what's up with you and Artem Lobov? Like, what's going on? He's like, nothing, brother. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And then he goes, there's come a on, video. Habib. We have a video. And he slowly goes, <laughs> smiling because <laughs> <laughs> like, he can't lie to this like story, how yeah, fucking right. thuggish of a human being do you have to be to grab somebody by the back of their fucking neck and smile in front of them yeah. and the guy just shits bricks yeah a trained right. fucking pro MMA fighter in the UFC and the yeah. guy shitting bricks yeah right that's nuts to me insane dude, dude Khabib's a fucking animal he's I a mean, different breed bro yeah everyone knows that that dude's fucking next level bro and then for like, him to jump out of the cage and try to fight Dylan Dennis was one of the best things ever, dude. Yeah, that was because Dylan Dennis talk also talking a gang of shit, mm-hmm. and this fool is mad. He just submitted, he just smashed Conor McGregor. I don't care what you McGregor fanboys say, he smashed him out. I'm, I love, I'm, I'm the number one. Me and Pat were like number one McGregor fans. I still yeah. love this fighting. No, I, still I still love still McGregor. Like it too, yeah. But also, was he acting like a little idiot? Yeah. Yes, he was. Did the he deserve? Stupid. Yeah, the bus shit is unforgivable. Bus was really dumb. Yeah. Was and like, Connor was coked out of his mind too. It's yeah. like, what are you talking about, bro? But for Habib to smash him out, talk shit to him, <laughs> make Connor say, oh, it was only, it's only business. business. That means, oh, mental break. And Habib was like, let's talk now. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk now. As he's socking him in the face. Submits him. Figures out. He's like, I'm just going to finish this dude. Finishes him the fourth round. Jumps out the cage. Tries to fight Dylan Dennis. He didn't even Crazy. have his neck right. He was just cranking on his face. He was like going to break face, his jaw. Yeah. That's, a, that's a neck crank. Oh, shit. But he, and it was but so he, tight. He's so strong that he pro- he was definitely cutting was off circulation. like a fucking apple, dude. Crazy. Because yeah. 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 when you get put in a neck crank, it feels like your jaw is going to explode. Oh. That's what it feels like. But even you can get squeezed on your jaw and you still can't breathe. Yeah. Because I've been yeah. squeezed by dudes that were strong, like on my face, and I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm getting choked up. Name is Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Fucking Acosta. <laughs> One of the worst experiences of my life today. Yeah, dude. But Habib, man. Habib is a shit, bro. I he, mean, if he if he, if he he never comes back, he's the one of the greatest to ever do it, 100%. I personally it's not think, the greatest. In my personal opinion, I think he's the greatest. You are wrong. He's the greatest, bro. <laughs> he's the greatest. <laughs> He He's has more shit. 10 8 rounds than anybody else in the UFC. He's lost one round to, and that was to McGregor. Yeah. And like questionable too. Right? And that yeah. was only because he decided to stand up. <laughs> exactly. Which is hilarious. Like, yeah. Right. He's like, I want to show. And he was actually, who stands up in front of Conor McGregor and like kind of lives to tell the tale? Not very many people. Yeah. You know, with that fucking well, yeah. sweet ass overhand he cracked him with too. True. That shit was, was fucking nuts. nice. It was so fast. Yeah. So fast. He's no. never bled in the octagon. Never been cut. I That's don't have blood. Crazy, dude. I don't have blood. My only, <laughs> I bleed the blood ever. that you bleed. I don't understand how most he, dominant. He's so like his grappling is so much above Everybody everyone says else's. He's just like, so it's unbelievable. Yeah, well, there's a lot of like uh, Dagestanians. Dagestanians. That they wrestle too, and they've also done sambo, but they still don't do it at his level. So he's definitely unique. When he first came out, I think I thought that everybody was going to be like Habib. But it's not. He's actually very fucking unique. Yeah. Because all these other Dagestanians, like they, <laughs> they grapple, but they're not anywhere near his level, which yeah, is nuts right. to me. You know. Yeah. He's he's that dude's fucking next level. He has the perfect ground game. He could submit people high level submissions. His ground and pound is insane. His control, like he has everything. All the tools that you that you would want in like a ground fighter. You know, he has a a path to get people down. Multiple paths to take people down. And then control you. Because once people, once he gets people down, 
they don't really get back up. Well, the hard part too is I, I think he made it very difficult for other UFC fans to like wrestlers now mm -hmm. because now it, he showed that you can't just lay on somebody. No. You right. have to do work. Exactly. Yeah. And he makes it exciting. When people see him grab somebody, people cheer their fucking heads off. Yeah. They like, know oh, they're going to get smashed God, down. This guy's about to die. Yeah. <laughs> How are you in the biggest fight of your life with a broken foot and a couple That's broken right. toes? This fool had mumps in the beginning of his fucking fight camp. Yeah. What, what the, the fuck, fuck is mumps, bro? So apparently it's medieval it's, disease. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's old timing shit. Yeah. <laughs> apparently it's like a it's like a viral disease where it, it's almost like flu-like symptoms. So he was out for like two weeks and then he broke his foot when he came back. So apparently he only had two weeks of a real training camp and still went out and smashed one of the biggest challenges to his whole title reign. Amazing. And he made it look so easy with a broken foot and broken toes. That's Crazy. insane. Wow. I got turf toe on my foot multiple times. I couldn't even train for like two weeks. Dude, I had a blister. I couldn't walk for <laughs> a day and a half. That's just, we're a bunch of bitches, man. Dude, we yeah, are, bro. Like, what is that? That's I what know. I'm saying. Like, that's, that's why we're there's guys like Khabib's walking around. Like, why would you start shit? I wonder what would have happened if David Goggins did mixed martial arts Ooh. because his mentality is nuts. Yeah. yeah, you're right. But you know what? He goes so far now to the point where he's a comic now. Yeah. He's just a comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, once you tie your hands behind your back and you throw yourself into a lake... <laughs> You're a comic, dude. Did he get out? Uh, yeah, I think so. By himself? Yeah, but he, so he was sitting, at the, actually he's like sitting at the edge of a dock. And I don't know exactly what he was saying because I was too busy trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he was doing the classic David Goggins shit. You know, uh, he goes, when you wake up, you have that demon inside you that tells you that you're not going to wake up and do shit. Well, you need to tell that demon to shut the fuck up. See, I was a Navy SEAL. And when I find things that make me weak, I go after it. And I'm like, what are you doing next to this dock? Yeah. Why is your hands behind? And then he, Who made you do this? And then you see his legs are tied up. <laughs> his hands are tied up. And he goes, I swim in deep waters and I face my fears. And he just throws himself into the lake and he starts fucking swimming. With what his, the fuck? With his hands behind, tied behind his back and his fucking feet tied, dude. Wow. At I, that point, I'm like, you are the funniest motivational speaker I've ever met in yeah. my life. Also, too, that demon, like, I don't have that demon. I, yeah. I don't hear good. I don't, I don't hear that guy. Who has the need to do that? I'm waiting for the video know. where he comes out like, that demon, well, I face my fears and someone just comes and just shoots him in the fucking head. <laughs> this bullet is making me weak. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, that dude's nuts. He was the guy that got me to lose weight, though. I just yeah. took, I took a percent of his crazy and just applied it to my life. That's Be it. Because he makes you feel like such a bitch where you're like, fuck, I got to do something. He's so motivational, bro. I read his book, crazy as fuck. I got to read that shit. It's, it's really good. That dude just had like the worst life ever. Yeah. Well, th I think that's the reason why people were, were gravitating towards This is why I gravitated towards him, right? Because when, when he was talking about how fat he was, I was the exact same way he was. Oh, really? Yeah, I was 280. He was like 280. And oh, he was wow. Like, at that point, he had to lose weight. And he's also my same height. Oh, crazy. Obviously, I'm not a Navy SEAL. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was deadlifting 65 pounds today. And that's was heavy. David's on strength training, guys. Fuck yeah. We're going to see sexy David coming very soon. Come on, baby. I don't want that shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that shit. <laughs> but he was talking about how, you know, he was 280 pounds. Um, what he, he, he failed the ASVAB, which is by far like a dummy could pass it. What? So oh, it's like a, uh, it's like the military SATs. Oh, it's okay. what you can, it's like what you test to get into the military. Mm -hmm. Right. And he failed that shit. And I'm talking about morons can pass that. Yeah. So he, he failed that and he, <laughs> yeah, shout out to David Goggins. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be Miles. And I'm, by the way, 
I'm saying this from my friends who are in the military. Okay. Like they told me because I had asked them what the NASFAB was. It's like I can't believe he fucking failed that. And they're like that's dumb. But he, he passes the he fails the ASVAB multiple times. He fails like the physical tests, all this other shit. Uh-huh. And he talks about his failures versus his success, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And talks about how he had to make it his best to not let that define him because he failed multiple times, cried, ate a bunch of ice cream. He talked about he jogged a quarter mile. He went home crying. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. shit was like funny. That's to pretty me. dope. He was so fat and wow. so unmotivated. He jogged a quarter mile and he went home crying. Yeah. And then, but somehow he did that and he became a Navy SEAL. Good for right. him. Like that's nuts. And he did like three hell weeks, which is like unheard of. Yeah, Crazy. it was unnecessary. But was- even going back to Khabib, right? It's like that dude wasn't always just like a winner too. Apparently like growing up, his dad, which is why he's so close to his dad, he would just let him just get smashed in tournaments. Like he would make him compete and get fucked up all the time yeah. to the point where he was like, why the fuck are you doing this to me? Yeah. Like this dude is yeah, young Habib is like, what's going on? Like I'm getting smashed out. Like I don't even want to do this, this is anymore. Bear. Yeah, wrestle bear. Yeah, there's a video of Habib as a small child wrestling, wrestling a, bear. a bear with like legit techniques. Mm-hmm. As like the bear a was pulling off some sick techniques. Yeah. Too. I was like, oh, that bear can wrestle. Where the they fuck put him in a The bear like arm dragged him and shit, took his back. Like, I'm like, what the? <laughs> fuck? Oh, where's the honey, bitch? Where's the honey? <laughs> it's one of the most. It's one of the most fascinating the videos ever. That bear is sick too. Yeah, the bear is sick. And where did they get a bear? Exactly. <laughs> like that, nobody's questioning that. Who the yeah. fuck just has a bear this on a chain, bro? The bear's like biting Habib, like young baby. Habib in the arm and shit and yeah. he's just like looking at it like kind of freaking out and uh-huh. he's just like gets his hand in there like stuffs it you know like it's, it's just so nuts. crazy can we've had the sickest like 80s Russian jacket too like yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold War like that multicolored red yep. white blue I do disco dancing and beat my wife <laughs> bro they sell they sell that at the Nike store for like $150 hell now, yeah you know? mm-hmm. he's, he's starting crazy like he's starting the new fucking fashion you know yeah. but at the same time it's like this guy has failed so many times too and then he used that to get him this is the sickest guy of all time. Him and David Goggins, same type of shit. What's, I, what's sick too about David Goggins and guys like Khabib, but David Goggins especially because he's so like big, is that like we're in an era of like very uh, like participation trophies and like mm-hmm. it, like it's very like uh, I don't want to say it, it's a little softer, right? And yeah. like kind of guys pussy shit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's right. So, Ball sack shit. <laughs> and like here comes David Goggins, who's like that op, like like all like shut the fuck up and just get after it stop being a bitch you know and like we haven't heard that in a long time so i at least for it probably resonates with girls too but for dudes that are like into that like that just like it like taps into whatever animal shit's going on here and you're like oh yeah that's what it is (laughs) you know it's like this this gets results you know like just shut stop being a bitch and go to work you know like and we haven't heard that in a long time and he never talks about uh, quick success either nope. never it's it's about the longevity right he worked on it every fucking day and he was very very adamant that you know he was trying to literally beat the weakness out of him yeah. he still does it every day he goes i have this demon inside me every fucking day that i have to shove down to make sure that it doesn't come out yep. which is nuts right i think that's i mean i don't have no demon inside me right i may hide like this little casper the friendly ghost that you know whispers in my ear here and there yeah, yeah. but even then like the, it's that constant practice of making sure that that doesn't you know control you right like yeah. i talk about that with my anxiety I have anxiety, but I figure ways to kind of work around it, right? Sure, right. I think the definition, I think a lot of times what I get scared for uh, younger people is that when they, when something, somebody defines uh, a negative thing about them, they start to use that as their crutch rather than trying to fix the problem. Exactly. Right? They go, I have anxiety. Oh, you have anxiety? Oh, that's the way I am. That's why I'm like this. Yeah. And then the conversation ends. Exactly. You know, and that's the part that scares me a little bit. (laughs) It's like, don't, don't, well, now that you define what the problem is, 
Now you can figure out a way to try to fix it. Yeah, Other right. people before you have done it before. So exactly. there's definitely a system. You don't just take that and use that as a crutch. Yeah. yeah. And exactly, and, and you you hit the nail on the head when you were like, it, there's no quick fixes to shit. Like, like and Ever. I think we talked about it last time, but the formula is the same for everything. Just consistency, keep showing up, learn from your mistakes, and it takes time. Like, just keep showing up, boom, put in the work, put in the work, put in the work, put in the work. Whether it's fucking, well, you want to be a chef, you want to be a comic, you want to be a boxer. It's the same formula. You want to be an accountant. I mean, whatever the fuck it is, yeah. that like it doesn't happen overnight. Just keep it, showing up. It's just concept work. of wanting to like, it's like having your cake and eating it too. They want to have everything. Yeah. And it just doesn't work that way. Like I, I remember when I was talking to somebody who, um, you know, when I was losing weight and I, I was DMing back and forth with this person, right? This person still didn't lose weight, by the way. Um, um, they were talking about how, oh, well, it's, it's easier for you because you get to work around your own schedule. I was like, you know what? I'll give you that. That's very true, right? However, you guys are also not recognizing all the other work that it took to get me there, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, but I was like, I give them multiple examples of other people who just, I was like, okay, well, let's just say that I get to work my own schedule, right? I was like, what's your schedule like? And when we were going back and forth, he was like, well, I'm a nurse. I was like, cool. My brother's a nurse. So I know your scheduling. Mm -hmm. You could set your schedule to work hard three days a week and then four days you're good. Maybe sometimes four here and there. Yep. I was like, the problem, problem is you're not willing to make sacrifices. Right. Exactly. Right. You're not willing to make, I was like, for example, do you have vacation days? He goes, yeah. I was like, how about this? How about you take a week of those vacation days and use that whole week to set set up your workout from here on out? Yep. But you don't do that because you see that's your vacation. You want to use it for something else. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's you not being prepared to take away something that you need because you want that, Definitely. right? Mm -hmm. And I, and then what I what I gave to them was like, I when I had to lose weight, I knew I was busy with a bunch of stuff. I had to cut everything out, and I took the fattest. I was damn near fucking broke by the time I I you know I was ready to go back to work but i had to because i had so many distractions yep. i still had bills to pay i had that stupid fucking tesla to pay for i had my office to pay for mm -hmm. i was making nothing because mm -hmm. youtube basically wasn't making me anything at all mm -hmm. but i didn't talk about this part you didn't we didn't talk about the sacrifice that i had to take to lose the fucking weight i was damn near fucking poor out of my fucking mind yeah so right. it was like so for you to say that and have that conversation i'm not diminishing what other people go through but if you want some a greatness out of you you have to make sacrifices mm -hmm. yeah yeah 100 percent. It, it's really about all you what you prioritize because mm -hmm. i have i have a couple i have a lot of clients that are just so busy all the time but they still find a way to to do the workarounds that we talk about. Right. You don't got time to walk. How are you that busy all day? Yeah. There's no fucking way. Right. Okay. Well, if you are, then let's do this. Park farther away from your fucking off from your office. Take the stair. Like little things like that. And all that shit at the end of the week adds up to a greater total than what you were doing the week before. Well, that's a great start. All right. Let's move from there. So it's literally just moving the goalposts every single time. It's like, how do we find the small incremental increases for where you need to be where you are now to where you need to be and it's like if there's so many different people that have achieved what they're trying to achieve that have way busier schedules yeah like like you'll get bart right that Bart's motherfucker busy as fuck. is one of the busiest fucking guys of all time but he prioritizes what he wants to do he prioritizes jujitsu right easily he could say you know what i don't have time for this i would love to do it but i just don't have time for this yep but he prioritizes it. He finds a way. There's workarounds always. And that's what I always think of. I'm like, if I don't have, if I'm trying to achieve something, I can't say like, I'm not busy. I I, I can't say I'm too busy. Yeah. It just, it's really about what I prioritize, you know? Yeah. And like hanging around people like like David and Bart and all these things, like you, you see kind of how busy their schedule is and how they're able to make shit happen.
there's no fucking way you're busier than Bart. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? absolutely there's not. There's no fucking way. Yeah. And even he, he will tell you, man, there's, he knows more people that are like, Busier even on a higher level that still achieve what they want to achieve. Right. So it's, it's really about like not being a bitch. And that's, that's what the demon that, that David Goggins talks about. Yeah. Right. Cause it's always easier to make an excuse. Oh, I can't, I'm tired. So I'm going to do this. It's way easier. Well, just because too, I think, uh, you know, everybody's so Everybody thinks that discomfort is not supposed to be a part of your life. It is. It's supposed to be your <laughs> every is. day. There's yeah, discomfort right. all the fucking time. All the time. When you expect life to always treat you right, you're gonna you're setting yourself up for failure, mm-hmm. dude. Like yeah. when you work out, you're you're supposed to be fucking sore. Right. You're supposed to wake up and feel yeah. this discomfort, but it gets better. Yep. But you're not willing to go through this little discomfort to to make sure that you achieve your goal. And so you always stay here and you're always on the sidelines talking shit about everybody else. Yep. Yeah. If I had this, I would do that. If you had what they had, you still wouldn't do shit. Nope. Period. End of story. You yeah. still fucking wouldn't. Right. Yeah. And they don't understand that a lot of the negative stuff that you go through defines who you are in the future. Yeah. Those that's the journey. The journey is the best part. Mm-hmm. The best comics have the fucking weirdest lives. Yeah. They have the most fucked up situations. They just know how to turn it around. Yeah. How many times have you seen a comic that has they, people who say they want to do comedy, but they haven't lived life. They don't know people. They're socially fucking awkward. Mm-hmm. They haven't gone through shit and they had a whole bunch of money their whole lives and now they want to relate to people. They have nothing to talk about. Yeah, yeah. right. It's like, well, that's because you discredited the journey and you're already at the end goal. You had nothing to show for it. Yeah. You know, exactly. my mom said it the best too. She goes, money that you earn is money that you keep. And mm-hmm. it goes like the money that just comes by, that's not your money. Nope. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter. If it goes or goes away, it doesn't affect you at all. Mm-hmm. So she goes, when you work for stuff that you have, you appreciate it that much more. And it makes you understand where it comes from. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of these rich kids when they have the money, they don't know what it is to have would not have to be without it yeah exactly so they can't even comprehend what other people go through it's yeah. a weird concept and it's like you wonder why all these people that grow up like really rich or under people of influence why they always kind of end up fucked up yeah it's like they resort to things that they're trying to chase like there's a reason why typically speaking not, obviously not across the board but you can think of somebody that's like oh i knew this person grew up really really rich and they just grow up to be super entitled. They're just kind of fucking jerk offs. They spend money however they can. And they kind of don't really know how to like build relationships. They don't know how to be around other people. They don't know how to do a lot of things that normal people know how to do. You know, so it, it's it's also like you see it all the time, right? And, and it, it helps you figure out what you want in life too. Mm-hmm. Because when everything's given to you, it just becomes a part of your fucking norm. Like yeah. imagine not having to work for anything in your life. And that may sound to a lot of people as an ideal situation. But when you know people, like I know fucking people who grew up where their parents are fucking multimillionaires, mm-hmm. right? They're very sweet people. But till this day, they are they don't know what the fuck they want. They're mm-hmm. like 35, 36. And they're sitting there asking like, yo, I, I, I'm still lost. Like, what are you doing today? I'm like, I'm working. I'm working on some shit. It's like, oh, I wish I had that. It's like... I fuck that life, dude. Like, yeah, I want right. to be able to work towards something. I want interests. I want hobbies. Yeah. yeah. It's like getting a video game and you, like, the first day you play it, you put in all the cheat codes. And yeah, it's like, done with what's it. the point of this fucking game? It's not fun anymore. Like, I, I, like mm. the fun part is playing it, getting better at it, progressing mm-hmm. through the game. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like starting with all the cheat codes. It's like, you, 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 you gyp the whole, pro- you don't appreciate the victory. You know, yeah. you don't appreciate the shit that you earn. Like, it's that, that does seem sad, honestly. Like, that, that, I mean, obviously, it would be nice to live in a fucking mansion, my God, but like, yeah, for sure. On the in the in the ultimate scheme of things, like, I would way rather start off 
yeah. like poor middle well, class like, and then imagine like just you try to get better at kickboxing and training but the only people you're training with are people who are 10 steps below you yeah like they can't give you any trouble or work would you ever want to come back in it's like what's the point of this yeah. right you know i'm exactly. just beating up people all day yeah. and then it gives you a false sense of like who you are yeah you know, like you're like i'm fucking manny pacquiao beating the shit out of all these mm -hmm. motherfuckers mm -hmm. you know it's like uh, i remember when i was getting ready for like fights and stuff you get so stressed, you get so nervous, you would prepare for this fight, that's all you would think about. Mm -hmm. And then like, as soon as the fight was done, I'd always be like, oh. Like, I'd feel like there was a sense of like, I don't wanna say depression, but like you would just feel really sad and just feel like everything was just kind of, actually like you, yeah, I, I felt like depressed after some a lot of the fights I've had. Cause it was like, all right, well, then what? Yeah. Like what now? Yeah, what now? Like yeah. the day after the fight was always like the worst. Because <laughs> you just be sitting there like, oh, okay, well, what whether am I training for? Yeah. yeah, whether you win or lose, and then you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I think that's why fighters like who are eager to fight, they're always looking for their next fight. Like, when the fuck am I going to fight next? Yeah, yeah right. They're just sitting around just waiting. Yeah. You know? Also, it's just such a high, dude. Yeah. It's such it a fucking high. Especially when you win, right? <laughs> <laughs> Chris over there fucking laying down in his bed sheet with that fat L laying on him on his chest, dog. That shit's so tough, bro. <laughs> Chris is like, man, this blanket heavy. That's not heavy, dude. That's the L on your chest, blood. <laughs> wow. I love Chris, though. Chris, though, I love him. I got to give you shit. That's funny as fuck. Chris want to run it back so bad. He wants to run it back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, we'll, we'll see. I, I don't know. Because, like, I, I even before it, I, was, I wasn't even planning on fighting anybody at all. And then Jose hit me up. He's like, you want to fight? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, sounds fun. Um. But we'll see. I mean, as of now, I'm I'm I feel good. I, I'm like chilling. Yeah. I, I don't know if I need to fight again, but we'll, I might change my mind in a couple months from now or whatever. So, oh shit, dude, gotta we'll run see. that back, dude. Sosa versus Ryan. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think this guy's gonna want to fight. We're gonna fight forty-seven times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're gonna fight forty-eight times until somebody wins. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm. It was something like because I haven't I haven't felt that feeling that fighting feeling I haven't been in a fight in or out in or out of the ring in fucking years so yeah. bro it was like it's one of those things that it's like 2013 was probably the last time damn that's been a hot probably, I haven't fought in probably a 2012 long time. actually and that's 2012. and that's one of those things where it, like even as I've gotten older I've been like I know I I've I've been like kind of training not consistently but I've I've trained here and there sparred here and there so. But it's a real fight. It's always like, damn, can I still do it? Like, can I really still fight somebody? Because like I said, it's one of those things that you could talk about, but yeah. you don't know until you're fucking in there, yeah. like feeling those feelings, feeling those feelings before the fight. Can you manage those feelings? Because it's it's nerve wracking as fuck. You yep. want to shit and throw up at the same time, yep. but you got to stay cool, stay calm, breathe. Uh, can I manage those feelings? And when I'm in there, can I execute? Can I like stay yeah. calm under the pressure and really deliver what I need to deliver? Mm -hmm. And I, I know I've had experience before. I'm like, damn, I've, I've done it before. But like if I have, I had done it in years, so I was like, fuck, can I still do it? And doing that, that experience, like I'm so happy I did it because it's like, yeah, I can. I can yeah. still do it. And it feels good to know that. Um, but bro, I, I I don't miss that pre-fight anxiety nope. at all. It's the worst yeah, thing. Yeah, me neither, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. worst thing ever. You know why I know I can't fight? Because I'm more nervous than the actual fighter before he goes in about to throw up. <laughs> but you know what though? Sometimes that's just how it is. Like I've always been more nervous for my buddy's fights than my own fight. Like always. There's only one fight where I really felt nervous, but then it went away 
like really quick, like as you're walking out or as you're getting ready, like, or as you're like warming up, it just disappears mm. for me, at least it's everyone's very different. Yeah. And going back to what like Pat was talking about, like when you're training for a fight, you maybe take obviously the levels of how many fights you've had, all that stuff kind of plays into it. But a lot of the times when you're like fighting amateur or whatever, you take like 10 to maybe 20% of what you actually worked on into the ring with you. Mm. Like you're not really, the guy, like there's, you always hear about guys that are really amazing in the training room that just can't execute when the actual fight happens. Mm -hmm. You hear that all the time. Mm. So like, that's why when somebody at a high level can repeat this over and over, like a Mayweather or like a Habib, when they can go out there and execute every single time, it's like, wow. This guy is fucking amazing because the best fighters that fight in the ring aren't necessarily the best guys in the training room. Yeah. Vice versa. It's like you get guys that can perform under the lights really, really, really well, but just get smashed in the training room. Chris, Chris's dad was talking about that. He calls them gym fighters. Like, yeah. I was like, there's some people who are dope in the gym, but mm-hmm. when it comes to getting into that ring, they're a completely different person and in, that, in the bad way. And, yeah. and there's a lot of, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, all I was going to say was, and that's why it's like fighting in general or athletes at the highest level. It's just so mental. Yeah. Across the board. Like if your mental is not right, then you probably shouldn't be fighting. I think that's the kind of stuff that when you listen to Teddy Atlas talk about like the spiritual <laughs> the side belt. of it and the mental side of it. I think like cause you cause Teddy Atlas is like a fucking guru, dude. When you yeah. listen to him talk, like he's talking about like he's like in some avatar or fucking <laughs> spirit world shit. Like he's like talking about boxing, but he's talking about the spirit world and avatar, right? When the dragon touches your shoulder, yeah. what do you say? <laughs> Why like, do you fuck with the racist he's like, Teddy Atlas? <laughs> you tell him, hello, nice whisker. <laughs> you're like, you're ready to fight. Yeah. Bro, but him like that, because you li- you hear him talk a lot about character and stuff and like how that means something in the ring. And I never, I like, I, I would listen to it and I'd think about it a lot, but I, I think I'm kind of starting to understand it. But if you if you have like any little like dent in your armor before you go in there in terms of character, like whether it's like I've lied to somebody or I've like betrayed somebody, if you're carrying any of that in there with you, it's such a, a visceral real thing that you're yeah. doing that like any kind of weight like that fucks with your performance i think Hmm. like if you if you if you don't if you're at all like i mean everyone's flawed right i mean that's that i'm not saying like you have to be perfect to get in there and execute or whatever but like if if you because you know when you did something shady right whether it was like i lied to somebody or i fucking betrayed i shouldn't have done that and you haven't like either made amends for or whatever If, if something's weighing on your soul like when you're in there i think it really does affect your performance yeah um because you can't because part of being in there and executing at least for me what i've learned is like you literally just have to trust yourself you gotta let because you you kind of need to go into auto like autopilot a little bit and just kind of let your instincts take over to to move as fast as you need to 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 go everyone like you know if you're even when you're sparring if i'm thinking too much you're probably getting punched in the face you know you're not you're too slow or like the guy's already hitting you you need to just be moving like it just needs to be a fucking natural thing so trusting yourself and i think if you've had the solid character that you need to have getting in there like i i really think i i, I mean it sounds woo woo or anything and shit but like i really do think that helps you in the ring for sure and it helps you execute for 100%, sure 100 because it's like that flow state you can't be thinking too much but you have to be thinking just enough you can't be too nervous but you can't be too calm when you fight because there's the been times that feel like when you when you're like when you feel like extra calm like I've had this in one of my fights where I felt super calm and I, I kind of felt like I wasn't awake yet. Mm. 
And then as soon as you get cracked and then you feel that sense of danger, your body's just like, oh, what the fuck is going on? And then you have to turn it on just enough because you can't feel like uh, too anxious. You can't feel like, oh, I mean, too erratic or you you give up positions that you shouldn't have because, you know, like, fuck, I know I'm smarter than that. I can't believe I didn't see that opening because there's things that you don't see in the fight, in the moment. That if you watch the tape, you'd be fucking hitting your head like, I can't believe I didn't do this. And I've also had that in one of my fights where, like, I was on top of somebody and I was punching them. And if I just stepped over into a more dominant position, I was in, like, this guy's guard. So that means it's not as dominant of a position. I was trying to punch this guy out. I was trying to finish the fight. And his legs opened up. And once you're, if you're in someone's guard and their legs open up, you should be advancing position. That's like combat 101 like i can't believe he didn't fucking do this like what the fuck is wrong with him because i was so focused on trying to finish this fight that i just didn't think that oh wait i should advance my position that's Mm. experience that's being over emotional it's so many different things that happens right so you see this opening or actually you don't even see it and at the time or if i were to think back in my own memory of that fight i did not even see that happen at all Mm. but when i watch the tape i'm like fuck I could have fucking stepped in a mount and just finished the fight or, or whatever the fuck. And I would have probably won the fight, but I didn't. And I was like, fuck. So it just shows like when you watch people fight or watch anyone perform, they're like, oh, I can't believe. Or like Danny Green, right? When he, there was, there were in the Lakers, it was the game to finish. They, they would if they won that, that game, they would have won the whole series. Yeah. He missed the three pointer. Everyone's like, oh, you fucking piece of shit. You yeah. idiot. You know? And it's like, no dude, it's, if you're not there or if you're not mentally prepared or anything can go wrong in that moment. So it's like, you can't judge these people that fuck up on the biggest stage. I love judging people though, man. That's my hobby. <laughs> it's baby. very fun. It can be. It can't judge be. the fuck out of people, yeah. bro. But, like, <laughs> Justin Gaethje, dude. What the fuck was that guy? That guy's all pussy, dude. <laughs> He's all fucking pussy. It's weird because when I, when I go back and I watch that fight again and I watch it the first time, I still feel the same way. Like Justin Gaethje didn't realize how stressful it was to have somebody march at forward at you at yeah. all times like that. He put him out of his game. It's not like Justin Gaethje didn't crack him. He yeah. cracked him hard. Yeah. Yeah, he it didn't just didn't do anything. He, he, yeah, did, right. he did all the things that he said he was going to do. Move his feet. get off the, uh, Stay in the center as long as he could. Stay off uh, his back off the cage. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the takedowns that Habib hit weren't necessarily from the cage like no. he traditionally does. Yeah. yeah, It was out in the open. right? And um, Justin Gaethje is a serious wrestler. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that Habib, once he grabbed him and just stayed on top of him. He just had too much shit to worry about. Yeah. It was way too much for him to think about. He was, just, he was just very concerned about the takedown yeah. Like, yeah. the whole time. And, and he still got it either way. It didn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Well, that, that's And that's the thing when you fight Khabib. It's like you have to understand and accept I'm probably going to get taken down. Right? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to lose some rounds. But it's like you have to like take a chance and 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 fucking try to crack this dude like mm-hmm. like really plant your feet and try to knock yeah. this dude out because literally that's your only chance. Yeah, and that's and that's and what I, Justin Gaethje was doing, but it just wasn't working. But I I, I didn't think he I thought he was like kind of too tri- tripping a little hey, too hard. Well, on hey, the well, hey, watch your mouth, bro. <laughs> hey, 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 real quick, he was freaking out. He, dude. I thought he was because moving when, too much because this dude is a zombie. He's walking towards him, getting cracked. Oh, I don't I don't blame him. No, not, dude, not, like, listen to me. <laughs> I'm gonna start crying. Start crying. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think. I, for sure. I mean, Khabib is. I. I just grab him by the back <laughs> of the neck. Start making out. He should have made out with Khabib. No, but like he should have planted. Like I mean, I'm speaking from the outside. Obviously, Dude. I'm not in yeah. fucking Khabib. But uh, that is definitely like your really your only chance against Khabib. It's yeah. like to just stand there. Even I mean, Conor McGregor like. 
he got to, he got his ass whipped, but at least he was standing there trying to hit him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's what I mean. Like trying to get in there and like really land your shots. He's gonna take you down. It's inevitable. It was his the the footwork that he was doing was way too erratic. Yes, it wasn't very calculated. You know, like right. McGregor's shit was calculated in right. out in out, yeah. and he was stalking Habib. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't allow Habib to stalk him. Mm-hmm. You know, because also he knows that Connor's a counter puncher too. Yep. Like if you're gonna stalk him, he's gonna throw that fucking left down the pipe. Yep. Yes. Yeah. You know, right. Right. So it was it was interesting when 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 people that actually makes me go back and watch the McGregor fight. I'm like McGregor did a lot better than most people think. Dude, yeah, McGregor had the he best did, shot did. against him. Yeah, like people want to talk about Ally Quinto, but it's like no no no. Like this he's dude playing. literally went on a record and was saying there's a championship fight. I want to see how I do in five rounds. Yeah, and he he kept him around. Like I'm sure he could have like finished him because in the in the fourth round or the third round he's trying to take down Ally Quinto, but people don't understand that. Habib is operating at a very high level. Not mm-hmm. to knock Ally Quinta. Like, he's also very high level as well. Yes. But he's actively trying to... He's making him bite and reach for the takedowns just to, like, change a different look so he could strike more. Strike, level change. Whether he's trying to achieve the takedown or not, he's not trying to. Yeah. Right? Like, Colby Covington did that to Tyron Woodley. How many times did he shoot and then back up just to punch and strike and then reshoot again? It's that constant pressure. Right, that's that's a that's a lot to deal with in, in in the sport of MMA. Yeah, when you have to worry about just kickboxing, it's a little bit easier. When you have to mix up takedowns and like hold and grab and be really tight in certain positions, and then go back to striking, it's fucking exhausting. Yeah, and if you have the pace and the gas tank to do that, to somebody, why wouldn't you do that? If you yeah. have those weapons, why wouldn't you? Right. So, but you look, going back to the Iaquinta fight, he constantly does that level changes, punches, punches, level changes, going back and forth. And then people were like, oh, man, he stuffed his takedowns. Yeah, that might be so. But look what happened in the fifth round. He literally took him down. And had his and way just, with him. And just start, yeah, like easily. So like he could have done that way earlier. Yeah, and then yeah. for you to be at such a high level, because this is like a crazy thing that Habib did to Justin Gaethje. He says he heard him talking about how he didn't want to break. He didn't want to armbar Justin Gaethje because throughout the fight week, he kept saying, if he puts me in an arm lock or something like that, I'm not going to tap. If he puts me in a submission, I'm not going to tap. And Justin Gaethje is that crazy evil motherfucker. He's, He'll wait he's for his arm to snap. Yeah, yeah right. he will. Because he's nuts, right? So he says, you know what? His mom and dad were there. So I want to just, I'll put him out. I'll, I'll, I'll put what him kind in, of in a nut job, dude. Yeah. Operating on different levels, bro. Makes no sense. I don't know how you're in a fight and then you're, you basically have a list of how he's going to defeat them. He yeah. goes, A, B, C, D, maybe I'll use C. <laughs> you know, yeah, right? him out. Crazy. How? How do you do that? The one of the greatest videos of all time is Habib fighting Michael Johnson and he's talking to him. Oh, yeah. He says, you, he's like, you know, I deserve this belt. I deserve this title shot. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, you you know must, he's like, you know this. He's like, you must give up. And he's smashing him. Punching him out. And then, <laughs> you agree, yes? And, and, you agree, yes? And, and, yeah. and, 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 yeah. On agree. the subtitles, <laughs> Like as he as Habib is talking to him, Michael Johnson goes, "Huh, bah, bah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "You must give up." And he just and it's not like he's being a disrespectful. He's just like, "I don't want to hurt you." This is a yeah, matter of ahead. fact. It's like yeah. to him, this is a matter of fact. That's why people like Hamza Chimaev. Yeah, he's talking to his opponents. Like he's saying the same shit. Well, Hamza eats babies for sure. Yeah, the way he yeah, talks, that dude. He's, but, uh, he's a psychopath. That dude's an out of his hey, fucking mind. Yeah. I, I wake up tomorrow. We fight. What? Who cares? I'm yeah. gonna kill anybody. You have you have wife. I'll take her and I'll beat her up too. I don't care. <laughs> all the people on Fight Island, right? They're all like like Michael Chiesa had an yeah. interaction with them, 
And he goes, brother, brother, like, when are we going to fight, brother? I can't wait to fight you. And he's just like, never. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he says, yeah, maybe sometime. But to Michael Chieso, he was saying, like, this is just a matter of fact him. He's just, this is just how he is. He's like, he knows he's, we he have just to wants fight. to fight. Yeah. What makes a real fight? Yeah. You know, and he's not, he doesn't mean disrespectful. Like, he's That's not just what to be he's here for. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. He just knows what it is. I'll fight pregnant women. I don't care. Yeah. Punch the fucking pregnant woman in the stomach. Double KO. Two wins for me. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I do this like Kratos from God of War, dude. <laughs> he does, dude. Kratos. He's Kratos, dude. That dude's got oh, his fucking shit. family's ashes fucking yep. burn on him and shit. That 100%, dude. His nickname is Bored. Bored? Bore. Bores or something like that. I don't Bors? know what that I means. I said Bored because he's always bored in his fights. Bores. Like B-O-R-S or something like that. His new name should be God of War. It that would be, be war. dope, dude. Yeah, Kratos. Kratos. Or fucking Kratos. Flip the Killer. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's his, that's his mixtape. Yeah. That's his rap name. <laughs> Ratlip. Ratlip, man. As Adusanya says. Adusanya. Yeah. And also, like, Adesanya. Dude. I think if anyone could, like, try to topple what Habib is doing as far as, like, get that GOAT status, I think I think Adesanya has a good shot. Yeah, he's, he has a good shot. If he stays on this path, I think he has a good shot. I think him and Whitaker would be a good fight again. Yeah. Whitaker looked good, dude. Man, he broke Cannoneer's arm in from the, the first, first kick? Round, dude. What the? For, well, how the fuck is that possible, That's dude? That's crazy, This guy bro. smashed this guy. Whitaker looked fucking good, dude. You know what? His fighting style, too, it's so dangerous. Like, you know what I mean? You have to, you have, to have really good awareness to keep your hands down at all times. I know. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy shit. They, but I would they, love to see them fight again, dude. Yeah. I think that'd be a good fight. I think Whitaker will better estimate him this time. Yes. Yeah. You yes, know what yes, I mean? Yeah, I agree. Adesanya just looks on a different level right now, man. I don't know. Like, I would like to see... I, I love Rob Whitaker, man. I think he's handsome. And that's all I'll say about him. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing about his fighting. <laughs> no, no. I think his dick is nice. He's, he's got, got a fat handsome, cock. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a fat, fat nice Australian dick. <laughs> he got damn, a fucking damn. dongo is what he got, dude. He got that big ass dongo. <laughs> nah, but like, I don't I don't know, man. I think Adesanya is just on a different... I really want to see him fight John Jones. Ooh. That's I think that's his fight. next fight. I think that's, think so? I think that's down the line. Damn, you think they're going to do it already? I, I feel like Adesanya doesn't have a want to fight Whitaker again. He wants to fight new opponents consistently. And for him, he wanted it to be Cannoneer. Not because it's an easy fight, because he actually likes his fighting style. Cannoneer's no bitch. Nah. And there's literally a clip of him fighting Ian, uh, Ian Kutalaba, walking up to him as Kutalaba swinging for the fences, and he has his hands down, just walking towards him, eating that's the so shots. That's crazy. It's the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That's so great. And Kudalaba is swinging, spinning around, doing his dumb backfish shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connecting it, and he's just walking towards him with his hands down, like, come on, let's go. For for, for on the last round. It for, was insane. For God you to damn. break yeah. your arm in the first round of a fight and keep fighting, that's insane. That's I would have called timeout. I don't know if there's a time honestly, for, sir, for lesser fighters, <laughs> right, <time's out. laughs> for lesser fighters, that's like, oh, like that's mm-hmm. a, that's a way out. Like, oh man, I, but I broke my arm though. Like, yeah, we'll run it back, but because I, mm-hmm. I broke my arm, so yeah. Right. A lot of times you see that, but you for have... someone to have the mental fortitude to continue fighting and then almost rock, well, he did rock him. Yeah, he did, and potentially maybe finish the fight. You know, like you know what happened? That's he he fucking charged the wrong moonstones. That's what happened. Yeah, that fucking yeah. weirdo. That's what it he was. was. He was yeah. the wrong ones. Yeah. This one goes into the ring and starts charging his stones. He's like, bro, train. <laughs> it's a, it's a yeah, it's a miscalculation for sure. Yeah, yeah. On the moonstones, he stuff. has great low kicks though. I'll say that. Yeah, his low kicks were dope. Yeah, just no, he's a beast. Enough. He's a beast. He's but an animal. Whitaker, Whitaker looked nice, dude. He looked really good. Dude, is that weird jab that he throws from the hip like a javelin? And yeah. it's so fast. It's like GSP. It's like GSP when he does. Yeah. Fuck. I'm like, it's super long and extended. And he like bounces right back out. Mm-hmm. Whap, whap. Yeah. No. How, how so, come we don't learn that stuff, dude? 
What are you teaching us, dude? Yeah, what the fuck are you teaching us right now? I just block, block with your face, block with your face, yeah? Block with your face, yeah? That's all I was saying in the, in the corner in yeah. the video. Yeah. We don't even really train anymore. <laughs> we just over here slight spar and then we call it a fucking day. It's literally just hanging out with the boys, that's it. It's and so then, fun, dude. And then punching people in the face. That's yeah. all we do. Learn a little bit of skills and then just hang with the boys. See, like, that's what I want to do. I just want to train, kick it, yeah. get better, fuck. Fuck. We can fuck. Fuck yeah, the fellas. Yeah. You guys yeah. have the fuck. <laughs> Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We went over the Habib, the Eagle, and obviously I'm the talking goat. about Pat right now. <laughs> because Patrick's the goat. That's right. Chris right now is tattooing L on his ass cheeks right now. Because I'm like, boy, I'm spanked. Hey, leave him alone, man. No, I want him to watch this. Leave and I want him Run it back. <laughs> Asking to run it back. He's, he's like, hyping it up. Yeah. David's really fucking the fight promoter. The thumbnail is just going to be a picture of Chris crying. <laughs> That's it. Hey, Chris, can you send me a picture of you crying? He's like, why? Well, there's no reason. I just, just need a thumbnail for this. I just, I just need one. Yeah, it's all good, dude. He's like, you're a fucking asshole, David. Well, you can find Patrick on the Instagrams. That's patrick.t.riley. Mm-hmm. You can find Nick at Nick the Ear. Every Thursday and Sundays, we will be here waiting <laughs> to just juggle those balls right into our mouths, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.